I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you about a woman who wrote over 9,000 hymns, but considered her primary work as a missionary worker to the poor. This is the story of Fanny Crosby. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 143 on page 459 of the prayer book. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and consider my supplications. Hearken to me for your truth and righteousness' sake. Enter not into judgment with your servant, for in your sight shall no one living be justified. For the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has smitten my life down to the ground. He has laid me in the darkness like those who have been long dead. Therefore my spirit faints within me, and my heart within me is desolate. Yet I remember the time past. I muse upon all your works. Indeed, I meditate on the works of your hands. I stretch forth my hands to you. My soul grasps for you as a thirsty land. Hear me, O Lord, and very soon, for my spirit grows faint. Hide not your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. O let me hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you I have put my trust. Show me the way I should walk in, for I lift up my soul unto you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies, for I flee unto you to hide me. 
Teach me to do the thing that pleases you, for you are my God. Let your loving Spirit lead me forth into the land of righteousness. Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake, and for your righteousness' sake bring my soul out of trouble. Of your goodness slay my enemies, and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. She was a genius with poetry and with hymn writing. Yet this blind woman cared most about her humble service to the poor. Let me tell you the story of Fanny Crosby. Frances Jane Crosby was born on March 24, 1820, in the village of Brewster, New York. Fanny became ill with a bad cold, and because the family doctor was away, she was attended to by a man who claimed to be a doctor, but turned out to be an unlicensed con man. And he attempted to treat her sickness by applying hot mustard to her eyes. Fanny did recover from the illness, but the con man's hot mustard treatment had blinded her. Soon after this, her father died, and her mother was forced to find employment as a maid, resulting in Fanny being raised by her grandmother. You'd think with this hard early life and with her blindness that Fanny would be bitter, especially about losing her sight. But once when she was asked about it, she said, do you know that if at birth I had been given the ability to make one petition, it would have been that I was born blind. Because when I get to heaven, the first face that shall ever gladden my sight will be that of my Savior. Fanny was unwaveringly optimistic as a child and was determined that her blindness would not keep her from using her gift of poetry. She was deeply devoted to her faith, beginning at age 10 to memorize five chapters of the Bible per week. Yes, five chapters of the Bible memorized per week, which meant that by age 15, Fanny memorized all four Gospels, the Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses, the book of Proverbs, the Song of Solomon, and many of the Psalms. With all that scripture hidden in her heart, no wonder she could write poetry and hymns so effectively and so quickly. At age 15, she moved to the New York Institute for the Blind, where she studied and later taught. It was through the Institute that she began to receive national attention. In 1843, she became the first woman to ever speak in the United States Senate when she read a poem there lobbying for the establishment of institutes for the blind in every state. The Institute brought her into contact with U.S. presidents, John Quincy Adams, James Polk, and Grover Cleveland. But her poetry and hymns made her most enduring mark. She had the ability to compose complex and elevated poetry with music, and she applied her gifts to the composition of simple evangelistic songs, writing over 9,000 of them in her life. In fact, Fanny wrote so many hymns that she began to worry that entire hymn books would contain nothing but her own compositions. And that's the reason she often wrote her songs under pseudonyms, such as Ella Dale, Jenny V, Jeannie Glenn, Kate Grimley, Viola, 
Grace J. Francis, Lizzie Edwards, Rose Atherton, and many more. For most of Fanny's life, she was under contract to produce at least three hymns per week, but she often wrote more than five or six. One story that illustrates her genius is when the musician William Doan came to visit her because he'd written a tune for a song that was supposed to be performed at a Sunday school convention, but he was unable to come up with lyrics to go with the song. So he stopped by Fanny's home to talk to her about it and asked if she could write some lyrics. There was just one catch. His train to the convention was leaving in 35 minutes. After he played the tune on the piano for Fanny to hear, she grabbed a piece of paper, quickly scribbled down a hymn. Read it on the train and hurry, she told him. You don't want to be late. What Fanny hurriedly scribed on that piece of paper were the words of Safe in the Arms of Jesus, one of her most famous and beloved hymns. To this day, Fanny's hymns continue to be sung and her words continue to inspire faith, hope, and love in the hearts of millions of Christians. But it would be a disservice to Fanny to only remember her as a poet and hymn writer, for that is not primarily how she saw herself. When interviewed by a journalist near the end of her life, when asked what she regarded to be her principal vocation, Fanny did not respond poet or hymn writer. She said she regarded herself chiefly as a mission worker. And this was true. Although she continued to write, Fanny dedicated most of her energy in the last 40 years of her life to Christian missionary work, among the urban poor specifically. Despite her enormous success and the money that was at her disposal through royalties, she had a strong aversion to wealth and chose instead to live in some of the most impoverished neighborhoods in Manhattan. Among the poor, that she worked with, she was affectionately known as Aunt Fanny. Even at death, Fanny's humility was on display. Instead of erecting a large memorial to her, her family honored her request of nothing but a small tombstone, which simply read, Aunt Fanny, she hath done what she could. On February 12, 1915, she died. And Frances Jane Crosby, who had lost her sight in childhood, finally had her eyes opened once again as she beheld the face of her Savior. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. This is the story of Fanny Crosby, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. 
On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with a prayer by Fanny Crosby. Pass me not, O gentle Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Trusting only in thy merit would I seek thy face. Heal my wounded spirit, save me by thy grace. Thou the spring of all my comfort, more than life to me. Whom have I in heaven besides thee? Whom in heaven? but thee. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. 
If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org. And we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.